Hello, another week of Live, Love, Laugh with me, Lexi Carducci. Hope you have had a good week coming up on today's show. Uh, I've got some Father's Day gift ideas. I'm going to be looking at WGSN predictions for 2020. If they don't sound familiar, they will be in the next 20 minutes. I'm talking fashion, colours, food. They've predicted it all. Uh, And hard seltzers. What are they? Where can we get them? Sun hats in my fashion fix. And I'm going to be chatting to Debbie Cat from Cat Consulting about on-screen skills and etiquette. First up, let me tell you about something called hard seltzers. I don't know if you've heard of them. Basically, they are alcoholic drinks. They are low in calories and sugar. They may not give you such a hangover. They're affordable and they're delicious. I mean, what more could we ask for? That sounds like perfection in a can, really, doesn't it? So a seltzer is basically sparkling water with flavours. It was really only a matter of time before alcohol was added by some genius, isn't it? (laughs) I love this idea. I haven't actually tried one of these, so um, I will certainly be on the lookout for them. So the most popular brand which has hit the news in the States for having shortages is called White Claw. But it's now available here in the UK at Tesco, Sainsbury's and Morrison's. £2.50 per can, available in flavours black cherry, raspberry and lime. But we've got some great um, UK people that have created their own versions. Uh, One's called Mike's Hard Sparkling Water. They come in the flavours of black cherry, lemon and lime. uh, And you can get a pack of 12 for £23 from mikeshard.co.uk another one in the UK here is Sparkle S-P-A-R-K-L you can find them sparkle.co.uk um uh, sorry, sparkle.com, apologies. <laughs> uh, they've got a case of 12 in flavours peach and rose and lemon, ginger and chilli. I like the sound of that. I love a bit of chilli, love a bit of ginger, love a bit of lemon. That sounds like it's full of kind of immune boosting goodness, doesn't it? And a bit of alcohol, never hurts. Uh, there's another UK company called Two Brooks. Uh, they've got a case of 12 for 29.99 from twobrooks.co.uk. Their flavours are Passion Star, Mango Highball and Lime Cooler. They've gone for like fancy high-end love it Uh, another uk brand that's great in the market for hard seltzers is called natural but spelt n-a-t-r-l they do well it's called natural alcoholic sparkling water a case of 12 is 24.95 from naturaldrinks.co.uk they come in two flavors lemon and lime and peach and raspberry Uh, then there's a make called Balans, which is by one of our favorites copperberg available in asda for one pound 99 a can and um, Amazon has also been claiming to sell Bodega Bay. You might have heard of this because the Jenners and the Kardashians are big fans. Um, it's Kylie Jenner's hard seltzer of choice, in fact. But when I went to look on Amazon, it actually said they were unavailable when I checked. So who knows? So maybe they've already sold out. I don't know. <laughs> uh, right. There's my hard seltzers. Anyway, let me know if you've tried them. If there's any that you would recommend that are really good, uh, you can reach us across all, selt- uh, all seltzers. I've gone mad (laughs) across all socials. (laughs) I haven't even had a hard seltzer, I promise. Now, if you tune into my show every week, you'll know that it's very chilled. I like to keep you up to date with what's trending, uh, whether that be fashion or whether that be what the celebrities have been up to. So let's take a look at what's uh, what's been going on this week. So Katie Price's son, Harvey, turns 18. Big happy birthday to Harvey. She shared some lovely little pictures on her socials as well of um, Harvey's 18 years. Love it. Emma Dale's Natalie J. Robb, who plays Moira, and Johnny McPherson, who plays Liam, have 
have been having a secret relationship after finding love in lockdown. I love that. I love that, you know, it's probably quite easy, isn't it, for the celebs to keep little romances secret right now. Maya Jammer has also been keeping a secret, not a romance one, but a work one. She's revealed, uh, been revealed as one of the hosts on Save Our Summer, which is a new programme coming to BBC. She stars alongside Peter Crouch in the entertainment show that gives us a taste of the cancelled summer events. My mum and I were actually just talking about we were supposed to be going to Crufts and of course that all got cancelled but I don't know if they'll be covering Crufts who knows we'll have to tune in and see uh, that's every Saturday night from 9.15pm on BBC One I guess they'll be covering like festivals and things um, which is quite fun maybe they'll do some you know live they'll have some live musicians that were supposed to be at the festivals oh if they're not doing that I feel like I should write in and tell them that's a great idea I'd love to watch that uh, Target in America has sold out of a vanilla flavoured candle that supposedly smelt like Harry Styles and now someone in the UK has said that apparently that candle was the same smell as Tom Ford's tobacco vanille candle which is on sale for £66. Now something tells me that that someone probably worked for Tom Ford (laughs) and was like yeah yeah we've got a candle that smells just like that Uh, but who knows I mean it's the classiest candle I've ever seen it looks absolutely gorgeous Uh, so go and check that out if you're a big fan of Harry Styles why not and finally Aston Merigold from JLS and his fiancée Sarah have revealed the name of their baby boy. He is called Macaulay. Kind of like Macaulay Culkin, I guess. Yeah, what nice name. I like it. There you go. There is all your celebrity gossip. So coronavirus has obviously inevitably changed our lives a lot, particularly the way that we work and communicate. Uh, I'm sure everyone's been doing Friday night drinks on Zoom or having a laugh on house party. And of course, you know, having boardroom meetings and important work conversations virtually. But have we really thought about our on-screen skills and etiquette when it comes to delivery, as it's a completely different ball game, isn't it? So I've got someone on the phone, Debbie Cat. Uh, she is from Cat Consulting, and she's going to help us out today. Hello, Debbie. Hello, Lexi. How are you doing? You okay? Absolutely fine, thank you. Sparkling today. Good. Oh, that's what we like to hear, a bit of positivity already. <laughs> so, Debbie, tell us a little bit about your company, Cat Consulting. Uh, what do you do? Sum it up for us. Well, I help people look, sound, and feel confident when they're speaking. Now, that used to be when they were speaking in public, but now it's when they're speaking on screen. Exactly. And, you know, so many of us can relate to that because I think everyone that's, uh, that's in the working environment has had to do some kind of uh, on-screen meeting. And it can be quite nerve-wracking, can't it? Oh, it's, it's really quite traumatic. Um, but the problem is that the fear of public speaking is the second biggest fear we humans have apart from the fear of dying. No way! I didn't know that. What a fact. Well, it's got a phobia of itself. It has a name, glossophobia. Uh, Instead of being excited and and looking forward to keeping in contact and doing stuff online, people have still been more traumatised than normal. Yeah, because everyone's having to prepare for all these big meetings on a platform that they might not be used to. Um, So let's home in then on our on-screen skills what are some top tips that you've got for us Debbie for you know what we should be thinking about when we're in one of these virtual scenarios okay well there's four main sections okay so let's just put things together in these sections the first is appearance now when you go 
for a meeting or uh, an interview or, or even just having a chat with uh, your boss or whatever. You know, but you're at work, you're, you're looking normally quite smart and uh, well presented. Now, the problem is when people are at home, it creates a sort of casualness to it. And so people have not been considering their appearance quite in the right way. Now, you do need to, to get dressed properly for meetings. Okay, people say, right, well, it's only the waist up. Well, it is until you get up to uh, do something uh, and you forget to take your video off. <laughs> and then people will see you've still got your pyjama trousers on or whatever it is. A lot of people will have made that mistake. <laughs> Absolutely so. And that's one of the things. So appearance. The second thing is environment. Now, we don't want any distractions. Now, again, uh, there have been some very funny uh, stories about people with uh, people walking behind a semi-clothed, which I, I have to tell you, I've actually seen myself. We won't go into that. But, you know, or, and it's quite funny when you see a cat's tail coming across in front of the screen, but not if you're having a serious business meeting or doing a business pitch. It's not good. Also, other distractions, things like um, a, a plant on a shelf behind you can look as if it's coming out the top of your head. And actually, when people are looking at that, they are not concentrating and hearing you properly. They're distracted. So we want a nice, calm, clear background, you know, neutral colours, nothing much, so that people can just concentrate on the person who's speaking. Point three is engagement. Now, engagement is really, really important. And uh, the thing is, in a normal situation, you'd go in, mostly you'd shake hands if it was a meeting, or, or you, you know, there'd be something about, you know, well, hello, would you, could I get you a drink? Could I get you a coffee? It's, it's just a, a, a sort of etiquette, isn't it? Meeting etiquette. We can't necessarily do that now. So engagement in a deliberate way is really important. So when you sit straight, looking at the person, eye contact, smiling, making a point of welcome, hello, and something, not just slither into the seat and get on with the, the meeting. That, that making a deliberate engagement is really, really important. Even more so on uh, when you're on a video call to maintain eye contact as well, isn't it? Because everyone's so Absolutely. Small. <laughs> oh, Lexi, it's so important. And, and that's one of the biggest uh, problems because we're coming on to the last one. The fourth is now delivery. And here we are. This is the area with the biggest problems because on screen we go from 3D in person to 2D on screen. Now, the problem is that sound is distorted. No matter how good your equipment is, the sound will be distorted. And sometimes it's so bad that there's um, a, a, a distortion in the sound to, to the mouth movement. And that really is confusing because instead of listening to what's happening, you're fascinated by the movement of the mouth, trying to fit the sound to the mouth. And you don't hear. It's a really strange phenomenon. It's so, the eye contact, and here's the big problem, everybody looks at the screen. But that's not where the person is seeing, it is the lens, which is at the top normally of whether it's a desktop or a laptop. Little tiny point, almost the size of a pinhead. Yeah, and that's so important as well, and it's easy, easy to miss, and it's actually quite a hard skill to, to learn to do, isn't it? To actually focus on looking at, you're looking at nothing really, aren't you? <laughs> you are, but I have a tip for that, Lexi, if you knew Ooh, I would, yes. of course. Shall I tell you that now? Please, share it with right. us. Now, here is the secret. What I would suggest you do is you cut out, um, if you put your thumb and your forefinger together, you make a hole that looks like an eye. 
Yeah, sort of yeah, an oval yeah. eye. If you cut out a piece of paper that shape, and you want two of those, and you draw on it an eyeball and outline it with felt pen or something and, and, and make it two eyes, and you stick one either side of the lens. Ah, so and you're if, like you're talking to someone. Make a little person. That's right, so <laughs> there is the face. So the two eyes are just either side of the lens. So if you look at those two eyes, you are looking at the lens, and therefore you are making eye contact with your um, per person who, you're, who is your viewer, I would call them. I love viewer. that idea. I'm going to do that exact thing, Debbie. I might even put a little teddy bear behind it, because I love a little okay. teddy bear. Okay, <laughs> you, well, you can do that. Fab. So they are all the things that we should be doing. Um, but yep. what, what about at the other end of the scale? What are some common mistakes that you see? I know we touched okay. on a couple of them so what there. what we mustn't do, we mustn't speak too fast. Okay. Because, again, with the sound being even just slightly distorted, this is not a normal conversation. It is a performance. And with not being able to have the third dimension of the personal presence there, it's very, very easy to lose engagement. So in an interview situation then, Debbie, you know, usually we'd be face-to-face -face with someone if we're going on a job interview. Um, we can get our personality across a lot easier, um, and that can be quite tough on a video call. So what advice would you give to someone to ensure that people come across well and really get their personality across in an online interview? Well, the most important thing, as with um, any sort of meeting or interview or business pitch presentation, is to prepare. You must prepare. You must have your content and you must think about what it is you're going to say. Because if you're anxious, you can't be relaxed and let the personality, personality come over. Okay? So it's, it's all about practice and rehearsal, first of all, with the content. Then first impressions, really important. As I say, you haven't got that ability to um, shake hands or, or do anything in, in that way. So smiling, making sure you make on eye contact and a lovely smile because everybody's best asset is their smile, okay? It's all about them. It's what they want to hear about, not what you want to tell them. So they're just in the same situation as you, struggling to hear, struggling to concentrate. So think about them. Think about what, you know, sort of person they are, what sort of day they've had or are having, and, you know, be empathic to, to them. That's actually a really good point as well to boost someone else's confidence that the people that you'd be having the interview with, they don't necessarily know what they're doing with, when it comes to Absolutely the technology. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's amazing how much a smile and a little bit of shared joviality, a bit of a laugh that can um, soften the edges. Absolutely. I love that. Such good advice from you, Debbie. I feel like I'm having like a one-to-one -one session here with all our Lovely. listeners. It's great. <laughs> you know, thank you so much for, for telling us about all of your little tips and tricks today. It's, it's all a bit of a learning curve, of course. And Debbie, you are leaving me wanting more. I feel like I've got so many more questions for you and I'm sure our listeners do too. So how can people that are listening now find out more about you and um, find you online? Well, my website is catconsulting.com, and that's cat with two T's, C-A-T-T, consulting.com. Uh, my email address is debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E, -E, at debbiecat, with two T's on the cat again, dot com. And uh, you should be able to find me on LinkedIn as well. So, you know, the cat... Um, it's around. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Debbie, for sharing those little tips with us today. I think I'm feeling more geared up for my next Zoom meeting, for sure. <laughs>
Marvellous. It's been my pleasure, Lexi. Thank you very much. Thank you, Debbie. Uh, Now, you, of course, know that it's Father's Day, not this weekend, but the next Sunday, so Sunday the 21st of June. And, um, you know, it's probably best to be doing some ordering online. I know that's probably the most popular way of ordering everything at the minute. But, of course, that comes with its issues because everything is taking so much longer uh, to to get to us, isn't it? I don't think I've managed to order next day delivery from anyone, Uh, although I did get an Amazon package on a Sunday, which is unheard of. I didn't even realise people delivered on a Sunday anymore. (laughs) But there we go. So, um, yeah, get in early is what I is what I meant to say, as in uh, get those Father's Day gifts sorted. And here are some great ideas. So the best shops to have a little look in, Firebox, Menkind, Prezi Box, Not on the High Street. And I want one of those is where I found most of these gift ideas. Um, so have a little look online at those. So there's a pair of beer socks that come in a little beer can. So cute. £6.75 from Firebox. From Brewdog, you can get um, an IPA beer making kit. So if your dad's a big fan of the beer, £45 from Menkind by Brewdog. Uh, maybe your dad loves a bit of Star Wars. So there's some Star Wars hand sanitizers. I love this. They've really got a good thing going there. <laughs> what a great idea. $5.99 from Firebox. They've got little Star Wars pictures on the front. Um, there's an Echo Dot from Amazon. So if your dad's a bit of a, uh, loves a bit of a gadget, $49.99. It doesn't break the bank either. Because I know, you know, like you get the Amazon Alexas and they're quite expensive, aren't they? But you can still chat to Alexa on the Echo Dot from Amazon. $49.99. Um, there's a personalised gin so you can choose the pattern on the bottle you can put a quote on it you can choose the font uh, you can put a little dedication it's 44.95 from the Whiskey Exchange there's a football letterbox biscuit set these are so cute £25 from Biscuiteers I am a big fan of Biscuiteers uh, we've actually got one very close to us here on Northcote Road uh, there's another one in Notting Hill they're the cutest places ever they've literally got a gift for every occasion uh, and yeah if your dad's a big fan of football get the football letterbox biscuits they've got some little football boots um little biscuits little uh like a t-shirt biscuit and a ball biscuit very cute 25 pound biscuiteers uh, and finally hopefully the good weather will return because there's a dad's barbecue gift set including a balloon chili chipotle rub and a smoky chipotle sauce 22 pound from moon pig you can get your card whilst you're at it as well there you go <laughs> So let's look at what is hot in 2020 or what's been predicted uh, to be the talk of the town in 2020. Now, I was looking for popular paint colours for a little project that I've got going on. And um, I stumbled across something called Neo Mint, which is apparently predicted as the colour of 2020 by a company called WGSN, who I'd never heard of. So I thought, who are these Who are these people at WGSN and what else are they forecasting for 2020? So I had a little look. I thought I'd share my findings with you. So WGSN are change forecasters and the Global Authority on Consumer and Design Trends. It stands for Worth Global Style Network. So here's some of the things they've predicted, as well as Neo Mint as a paint colour in 2020. Blue light glasses for combating digital eye strain and brands like Key Australia um, and Specsavers have already been offering these. What a great idea. Love this. Um, 
There's, uh, in men's fashion, it's going to see tropical prints and a rise in cargo pants trend for 2020. Interesting. I mean, tropical prints are just everywhere, aren't they? I do love a good tropical print. Uh, CBD everything from drinks to chocolate. And there's actually a company in Scotland that's a little like CBD cafe. And um, they cook everything in a CBD oil instead of an olive oil interesting. Flexitarianism, basically having a predominantly meat-free diet, but you occasionally eat meat or fish. Interesting. (laughs) I love that. So basically, you know, just do what you want, really. (laughs) Mocktails and non-alcoholic beverages. Yes, this is a great idea because, you know, it sometimes gets boring to go out if uh, you're not drinking or maybe you're driving. Um, You don't just want to have a Coca-Cola. You kind of want to have something fun and fancy. So bring on the mocktails. Absolutely. Something called UB or UBE. You have seen this on Instagram. It's dubbed as the new matcha. It's a Filipino yam, which is high in vitamin C, potassium, fiber, and antioxidants. Like I said, it's very Instagrammable because it's a really bright purple color. And it's used as an ice cream, kind of like gelato-y ice cream um, kind of texture, I guess. Yeah, interesting. I haven't tried that. Uh, And then also it's predicting that restaurants are going to be serving dog menus. So not just like little doggy biscuits and being more dog friendly, but actually having a menu for your dog. Uh, Again, there's a couple of pubs in Scotland. Scotland are getting it on it. They are ahead of the times. I love this. And um, they've got some menus in pubs that, you know, are like chicken and rice for dogs for £3. It's brilliant. I think people should jump on this because I'm a big fan of dog-friendly places, having a little dog myself. (laughs) Uh, So there's all your things that are trending in 2020. And talking about trending, let's see what's trending this week in Fashion Thursday. Coming up next... But let's home in on some fashion, shall we? In particular, this week's trend is sun hats. I'm talking bucket hats, floppy hats and visors. So let's kick off with some bucket hats. So from Mango, there's a lovely navy one with little daisies on it. They call it a fisherman's bucket hat because it kind of like a little fisherman's hat. It ties underneath, which is great for keeping it on as well, particularly when it gets a little bit breezy. That's $17.99 from Mango. Really cute with the little daisy pattern as well. There's a woven straw bucket hat, really cute. This is from And Other Stories, £27, a bit more like high fashion, I'd say. Goes with a nice summer dress. You could probably wear that to um, almost like the races or a picnic or something would look really cute. Uh, Then there's a rainbow crochet bucket hat, £22 from Urban Outfitters. Nice and bright great one to brighten up an outfit or wear to the beach perfect little beach hat uh my second sun hat trend of course floppy straw hats i do love a good floppy straw hat they're so glamorous aren't they so from marks and spencers they've got a curved brim straw sun hat with like a little black rim around it really smart 17 pound 50 um i bought my um boater hat from m&s maybe last year two years ago and they've got some really good hats i think they're not a bad value as well so certainly uh have a look on MS, um, MSN, <laughs> old school, MS for uh, a lovely straw hat. Then there's a pink woven wide brim hat from Reserved for $14.99. I mean, this is super glam. Love this. The brighter, the better. <laughs> and then from John Lewis, they've got a weave floppy sun hat in mixed neutral colours for £30. Uh, and then my third sun hat trend 
advisors. Yes, I love a good visor. It kind of keeps your hair all nice and neat. Or you could have like a little ponytail out the top of it as well. Uh, so from Marks and Spencers, they've got a black straw sporty visor, £15. There's a beige straw sun visor with a lovely little chain on it from H&M, £9.99. I think that's such a good price as well. And the uh, the chain just adds that kind of extra little bit of fashioniness to it, <laughs> if that's a word. Uh, and then from ASOS, there's a black and white sporty straw visor for £10. So there you go, my Fashion Thursday this week, all about hats, uh, bucket hats, floppy hats and visors. That is it from me today. I've been Lexi Carducci and I will see you next week, same time, same place. Uh, have a lovely weekend. Enjoy. Ciao.